0: Come, sit by the fire. Listen to my tales as the shadows dance and weave, and I weave stories of adventure, wonder, and woe. These tales could be short glimpses into lives of unlikely heroes or epic yarns that span many sessions. Regardless, the nights can be long and dark, but you are always welcome to join me in the light of the flames. And listen. Welcome to Stories by the Fire. Without the torch, the sole protection her departed mother left her, Aaron resolutely pushes through the door into the funhouse's dark interior. Within its mysterious realm, she will encounter horrors beyond her worst nightmare. Join us as we glimpse the depths of the twisted funhouse within the world of leaves and shadows leaves and shadows chapter 13 the funhouse the funhouse door slammed shut behind her erin's scream reverberated off its metallic frame while clutching evan to her her other hand went to its handle but her fingertips skidded off a cold flat surface there wasn't a handle She tried to feel for the seams of the door to pry it open with her fingertips, but it seemed, for all intents and purposes, the door had fused with the wall. She paused, taking several deep breaths. It wasn't as if she wanted to go back into the dark, not until her little boy had finally become whole. She just hadn't expected the door to slam shut and trap her in here the instant she stepped over the threshold. In retrospect, she really should have considered the possibility. She turned from the enclosed wall and carefully took stock of her new environment of terror. The small dim hallway was lit by a single flickering bulb that hung from a fixture high on the wall. It resonated with the crackling hum of electricity, which would occasionally flicker with a static-filled crack, causing the illumination to fade and flash in rapid succession. Moments later, the lighting reverted back to its gloomy setting. She blinked as she adjusted her eyes to the dark and found herself staring at a clown. No, several clowns. The walls were decorated with circus themed caricatures of clowns doing amusing antics while children watched and laughed at their mirth making. At least, that was the intended mood when this mural was originally painted. Now the wall's paint was cracked, faded, and peeling, giving the image a more sinister ambiance. The clown's cracked faces appeared to be maniacal and not the least bit amusing. The children were screaming in terror rather than laughing. Graffiti marred the wall everywhere. Cruel and violent messages were scrawled here and there. Her eyes fell on one message that read, Lucifer was here." She shivered. In another spot, a word bubble was drawn over a girl pointing at the nearest clown. "'I'm scared!' The clown she pointed at wore a pointed hat and held a cone of cotton candy as he rode a unicycle. A serrated knife had been drawn into his hand over the cotton candy. Another bubble over him read, "'You should be!' Behind the knife welding unicycler, another clown capered with juggling balls. The balls were expertly defaced to resemble miniature skulls. With apparently the same marker, the clown's eyes were completely blacked out. Further down was a little boy holding a string of balloons. His eyes were blacked out as well. Above his head, another word balloon read, Hello, my name is Evan. I no longer have a soul. She glanced down at her son's body in her arms and quickly moved past the vile paintings and words until she came to a message board on an easel at the end of the hallway. We would like to welcome you to our fun house. It is our hope that you find our rooms as amusing as we do. Please stay for a while and feel free to explore. Thank you for your patronage. We appreciate it forever. Sincerely, the management. I have had enough of this, she snapped. She reared back and kicked the sign as hard as she could. The easel and message boards clattered loudly to the ground. The message board landed face up, and in that span of time, its message had changed. Warning, any defacement of the Funhouse property will be severely punished. You, Aaron, have been warned. With vengeance, the management... A chill went up her spine again as she read the words. She hated to admit it, but there was something rather unsettling about being threatened with written words, especially the words from a message board that contained a male violent spirit all its own. She tore her gaze away, forcing herself not to look back as she stepped beyond the message board and through the doorway. As she stepped across the threshold of the doorway, The hallway behind became alive with movement from all sides. Startled, she jumped back with a scream. But the doorway slammed shut behind her, sealing her in before she could escape. After she crashed back first into the unexpected wall, she whipped around and found herself staring into the frightened eyes of another woman. A second scream screeched past her lips as she scrambled away from the newcomer. Aaron's off-balance retreat caused her to stumble and land smartly on her backside. She scooted backwards with her eyes locked into the other woman who was just as terrified as she was, as she did the same. The other woman was holding a child too. Aaron's head whipped around and there were more women carrying children. All of them were. What kind of sicko did this to mothers? She paused. She was seeing them through the haze of dirt colored glass. Aaron's eyes went wide and so did her counterparts. She wasn't just staring at just glass. It was a mirror. She adjusted her grip on Evan, and Aqua stood to her feet. Aaron took a moment to take in her surroundings. She was in a hall of mirrors, lit by the same dim bulbs that sizzled and cracked intermittently. Their electric hum, frayed at the mental tether that barely held her unsettled nerves in check. The thin hallway led a couple dozen yards away where it split in two separate directions into the shadows. Erin looked back at herself in the mirror and was horrified at what she saw. She looked haggard. Her hair was astray. Her eyes were wild above the dark circles etched into her cheeks as if they belonged on a stranger from a foreign war-torn land. They were the eyes of someone being strangled in a vice of soul-crushing fear. They were the eyes of someone who had seen too much blood and carnage while other humans did unspeakable acts to one another. These eyes should not belong to her, a mother of one and one on the way. Looking back into the dim reflection of herself, looking back at the dim reflection of herself, it was no wonder she had thought she was staring at a stranger, hopped up on the fear Bone-weary from the trials she had endured thus far and staring at her reflection through the hazy glass, how could she think any differently? Erin shook off that line of thought as she focused on the path before her. She hitched her shoulders back and started forward cautiously. The crackling light constantly cast twitching shadows about her. As she slowly progressed, Aaron was flanked on either side by her dingy representations as they constantly began and ended their journeys with each passing and approach of the mirror panels that divided the wall. The sense of foreboding grew within her at every step. She glanced over and saw the blurred woman looking back at her. As she walked, holding a bundled child, she shivered. There was something about these reflections that unsettled her, but she could not be certain as to why. She forced herself to focus on the way ahead, trying unsuccessfully to dismiss her growing unease. The mirror-paneled passage split off again into a corridor that went in two opposite directions. A short ways ahead, they split up again into two more corridors, each of which was lined with paneled mirrors and illuminated by the sputtering lights. Oh no, she moaned. Her heart sank as an echo in the back of her mind gave a name for this particular obstacle set before her, a mirror maze. Like everything else in this world, this classic childhood attraction had been twisted into something dark and horrifying. Now she was facing something altogether more frightening. The odds that she would go to the wrong direction were literally beyond her mathematical prowess but the figure itself had to be astronomical. Mazes weren't about making choices based on anything more than blind luck. How was she supposed to make any sort of accurate guess? She looked from left to right for several moments, straining her senses for any kind of sign to help her discern the right path. Nothing came to her. Both directions looked equally good and equally bad. Aaron looked back at the pathway behind her. She froze as a cringe zinged through her cord. The light flickered, and a moment later, the corridor returned to its poorly lit condition. As she stared at it for a long moment, holding her breath unconsciously, the urgency for air forced a gasp from her, and Aaron blinked as her transfixed spell was broken. She stared at the empty hallway, deeply unsure. The hallway behind her was devoid of anything noticeably different, but just before the lightings flickered a moment ago, she was sure there was something inside the mirrors staring at her through each of the panels. At least that was what she thought she saw, but she couldn't be sure. Now, all the mirrors were emptying. Could her mind be playing tricks on her? She couldn't be sure, and that, in many ways, was the worst of it. A part of her thought about going back to investigate, but a much stronger, primal part of her wanted nothing to do with whatever lay beyond the glass in that hallway. She shivered again as she turned away. The lights flashed in time with her shiver. As they returned back to their dim luminescence, she found herself staring at her glazed reflection in the mirror before her. Conscious of how uncomfortable she felt to look at it, she gave it a conspiratorial what can you do shrug. It shrugged back at her. She started away then paused as she looked back at the panel. Was it her imagination or was the reflection's gesture slightly off time with her own? She shook her head. Her reflection did the same. No, she was just letting her imagination run wild, literally jumping at shadows. Understandable considering what she had been through thus far. Still, this wasn't helping her cause in the least. She needed to get back to the task at hand and find Evan's soul to somehow reunite it with his body. She had no idea what his soul would look like or how she was supposed to accomplish this monumental feat, but she couldn't get bogged down with those incomprehensible mechanics in this particular moment. Right now she had to find this priceless part of her child, and she could not do that if she continued to linger in the quicksand of her indecision. She had to make a choice and move. She rubbed her mop of hair out of her face, then stopped to look at her hand. The recent memory of her mother's voice came to her, Remember, when you do not know which course to take, just follow your heart. Looking at her left hand, she realized that she was left-handed, just like her mother. Evan has shown the same predilection. Didn't she read somewhere once that your heart was predominantly on the left side of your chest? That settled it. She made her decision and turned left. After all, following her heart seemed the most appropriate course of action. Venturing deeper into the funhouse's mirror maze, Aaron's heart hammers faster with every uncertain step. She knows that her son's missing soul is lost somewhere within these twisted halls. But how will she find it? And more importantly, what will she do when she does? Join us next time as Aaron continues to explore the maze within the world of leaves and shadows thank you for listening to my story by the fire i hope my tale stirred the flames in your heart in some sincere way if you enjoyed this story perhaps you might like other tales created by me christopher chancy my other podcast theater of heels is a superhero adventure following fangirl hero wannabe erica belfry who found the world behind the mask was not what it seems I also have the epic fantasy podcast titled The Sky's Embrace, which follows the crew of the skyship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. All these tales and more are available on my website at christopherchancy.com and my YouTube channel. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash There you can get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May the light of the flames always bring you warmth. Good night.